Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Great to speak to you on this penultimate episode of Labour of Love, we think. <laughs> I'm assuming it is now. We thought that before. But um, yeah, all sort of narrowing down and uh, becoming a bit more clear, I think, who who is going to... St- who she's potentially going to settle down with, if that actually happens. But where would you like to start today? Well, I think we'll start with the first date. So she's set up, Christy. She has to go to Kyle, Marcus and Stuart's hometowns, where they live, see where they like the houses or apartments, and then she goes on a date with them in each. So we had like a 15-minute segment for each of them, and then we get like the sort of uh, who's going to get voted off at the end. She starts with Kyle in Austin, Texas, and goes there. Now... Dave, I'm sorry, I've said this last episode, I'm completely calling out this whole show is fake, completely fake. I know reality TV is led, it is fake, even the stuff we do on Love Island, this direction there, even the fucking commentator on Love Island, it's had a few episodes ago, we're doing the Australian one, saying like, well, you'll do you, Mark, the producers told you where to get up and walk off and all this, <laughs> but this... With Christy, she's too polished for me, Dave. I have no question that she's never going to stay with any of these guys at all. And her and Kyle, there seems to be, out of the three of them, um, the, probably the most genuine passion between them that I can see. It looks quite genuine. However, he's a bit, as the Americans say, a douchebag. And she goes to his apartment. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, he is. He's a cock, you know. Let, let's be honest. He, I think he's a cock. But you go to his house... <laughs> And he's got all these bikes on the wall and all this. He's an athlete. He said that he's, a, you know, he's on volleyball and he does a lot of exercise. And straight away we get that, that, that like drama music of like, oh, he's only got a one bedroom apartment. This isn't what I want to see in a family. Well, Christy, I'm sorry, love. It's 2020. Get a fucking job and get your own house if you're that bothered. You can move, can't you? <laughs> I don't understand why that's even a fucking issue. If you're going to commit, I'm sure Kyle... Despite what I think, I'm sure Kyle would step up and go, right, come on, let's get a house or a bigger apartment that's child-friendly. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, this is fucking bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Do you not find, though, Chris, that (laughs) (laughs) you've come in hot today, haven't you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I thought that was hugely shallow at best, you know, calling out his one-bedroom apartment. Before the show, he didn't have a fucking girlfriend. (laughs) Why would he have a big house, a big family house? It's fit for purpose. It's, you know, it's, it's okay for him right now. I do wonder, though, you know, he's 38. He does come across a little bit immature compared to some of the other guys, I think, that we've seen on the show. I mean, he had the uh, the South Korean flag up, didn't he? So he's obviously into some kind of martial arts or something like that as well, I'd have thought. Um, And I don't know, I just... Mind you, would I have a one... I guess if I I didn't have a family, why wouldn't you have a one-bedroom apartment? You know, he's probably... Sat on, he's director of sales and marketing, isn't he? So he's making fucking yeah. shitloads of cash, Chris. He's got a one bedroom apartment in Austin, Texas. So he must be fucking minted. He must have squirreled exactly. away a lot. So she's not seeing that. But do you not think, Chris, some people in life just cannot see beyond today, like how it is today? And so she's made that quite snap judgment. You know, he's living in a one bedroom 
flat today we're about to have a baby well normally by the time you have a baby you've discussed things like this you know you've maybe saved up a little a little bit for your own little house that's big enough you know maybe it's a two bedroom so one for you one for a little and you've had those discussions but this artificial uh petri dish that we're creating this relationship in it's just totally bizarre so yeah like i say i i thought it was odd um but she's definitely held that against him, I think, you know, and, and can't see past today in his one bedroom flat. No, and that's, and you're right, Dave, despite what I just said, I probably was a bit harsh on Kyle there, but despite what I said about <laughs> him, if he's listening, he's six foot eight and probably kicked the shit out of me. But uh, I'm just trying to be honest here, what I see. However, yeah, you're right. I think out of all the four people left on this show, she's the one who's the least genuine. And we'll get on to Stuart in a minute, but. She's just not interested, Dave. This is purely a career move, this, to get on this show. She'll pop up on some other bollocks in about six months to a year when the relationship breaks down. All fake. I will be amazed if she gets pregnant by one of these guys. And and I think you're right. Why would Kyle... All right, he's got a load of money. She doesn't know whether he's saved up. If he's a CEO, director, whatever he is, he could have hundreds of thousands of pounds, millions in the bank there. And he could just say to her... Right, that's fine. I'll just get a house outside the city. The houses in America and the big houses are not like on the UK, Dave. They're quite cheap. So he could he could do that. I'm sure he could afford it. Austin, Texas isn't New York. New York's fucking horrendous, isn't it, for rent and stuff? It might just be an economical thing. If I was on my own, I'd be the same. Why the hell would I need a massive house when there's only one person? It doesn't yeah. make any sense, does it? It doesn't. So, so I agree. I think that's, a, honestly, I think that's such a good point. However, I do think that he got the best date because he got to sort of lean over <laughs> Christy and rub her ass, which was <laughs> bizarre. That was fuck, and he wasn't like he was just like patting it. He was getting right in there. It was like what the hell? It was a deep tissue massage, that wasn't it? Yeah, he fought all day. So his tissues in a bit of fucking bloodshot to him. It was very, very strange, wasn't it? Again, you know, when you're normally going through your Lamar's classes, I imagine. Well. Clearly, you've had a bit of rumpy-bumpy as a minimum. Uh, but, you know, to not even... I mean, they've had a little bit of a kiss, haven't they? But then to get really quite intimate like that, I just thought was a bit uncomfortable for everyone. But, um, yeah, I tell you what, though, Chris, you know, we've, we've been sort of negative on on uh, Kyle's... Uh, sorry, on Christie's perception of Kyle there because of his whole, you know, apartment and whatever. But after the whole awkward Lamar's class, Kyle really didn't seem to appreciate or like the fact that Christie had been married before. Mm. What do oh, you yeah, reckon to that? Yeah, he's not got a poker face. Has no, he? not at all. She's, she's 41, isn't she? The same yeah. age as me, I think. So why wouldn't she have had a life before? That's just... That's just the way it is. Unless she's been locked in a cupboard for fucking 40 years, she's going to have a relationship. So I don't see what... And I'm sure he's had relationships. So I don't get that at all. I don't... And I don't know whether that was a genuine reaction or it was an edited clip, you know, to make it look like he was bothered that she'd been married. I yeah, don't see what yeah. the issue is. With, I don't see what the issue is with that at all. Uh, very bizarre bit of a storyline. However, Dave, she passes it off, gives him a kiss. She goes on a merry way and she goes to see good old... Patrick Bateman, I mean, sorry, Market <laughs> in fucking Cincinnati. Fucking so, Dexter. Um, I'm telling you, he, he's, he's got a lovely fucking line in wool fucking jumpers. He's wearing all this outfit. 
for, that's like completely um, like he's, he's about in his fifties. He's been as he's been cool, but he's also been the psycho at the window playing the guitar, watching her on her other dates. He's been at the windows. She's been warned off him by Trent and uh, oh, it was Marcus and Trent. Sorry, he went in on Kyle, didn't they? But she he she's been warned about Marcus and Dave. It was all going swimmingly for him. He's probably had more kisses off Christy than anybody. And what does he do? He fucks it completely up. He takes her. <laughs> his house is lovely. You've got to give him that. His house oh, is yeah. beautiful. A beautiful house. And and she, and, and what like what Sam said it to me, and I said, I'm going to say that on the show. And she, Sam turned to me and she went, she's fucking immaterial as fuck. And I went, why? She went, well, she's gone straight into his house and was raving over like, this is his house. He's got this, he's got that. And it's like, I didn't twig. I know it doesn't make a difference at the end, because we'll talk about that, but she was way she was playing off, especially with Stuart as well on his date in a minute was it was all about what status he had, what money, what the house was and everything. And I understand you're looking to see if you can bring a kid up. Like again, is she, does she live in a bin or something? Has she not got fucking property of her own? <laughs> I just don't buy it. But however, if you want to fuck yourself up, bring in your house mom <laughs> and the house mom comes in and Christy's like, what the fuck is this? That was bizarre. Yeah. Well, firstly, again, you know, he's, as you said, house is absolutely amazing. Uh, he, there's something weirdly clinical and psychopathic about him. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, you haven't seen Dexter, have you? But, you know, I mean, this guy, Marcus. Oh, I have, yeah, I have. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Not all of it. I've not watched all of it. Sam watched it for years. I've watched about two or three series, but I've, I've flipped in now and again when she had it on. But, so but you get I'm... the premise, don't you? And, yeah. you know, Marcus, he's an anaesthetist. You know, so, yeah. you know it, it would come in handy if you were a serial killer. Um he just comes across like that. But w- talk about snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Why would you introduce what is basically like a glorified maid, you know, as your house mum? That is fucking weird, Chris, on any level. <laughs> you know, so I, 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 that was bizarre. And just using that word, if you just said like, this is, this is my, you know, given a different title, you know, this is my house manager. This is my maid, chief maid, or something like that. Because basically, he's probably an incredibly busy bloke. She she does the house, she does cooking, cleaning, and all that sort of stuff. She probably gets paid quite well for it as well. It, in that high-pressure job where he's probably working long hours, you know, he's home not that much, you know, that would be a different red flag, I guess. But then yeah. having someone look after your house like that, I can imagine it is probably worth, you know, he gets paid a lot of money, so he pays a little bit for someone to keep his house nice and tidy. But by calling her his house mum, I think, you know, signaled to Christy that there's something not right there. But also the fact that that's how he sees her as well, I think that that is a bit of a red flag, to be honest. So, yeah, from that point on, he'd clearly fucked it. And it was only going to go one way, to be honest, Chris. It was, and I think you're right. And what was the final nail in the coffin was the fake producer-led scene where he he comes in in the worst green pants I've ever seen. Like he couldn't <laughs> even wear like the fucking shit himself. They didn't fit him, and he comes <laughs> in and went, can, "Can you can you turn these up?" And Christie's like, "What the fuck?" It was like a scene out of the office. You know what? It's just completely cringe and completely like you're putting your hands over your eyes, but you've got you like looking for your fingers, aren't you? You're like, "Is this really happening?" He fucked it completely for me. And and that for me, that was the nail in the coffin for that guy. 
Um, now, Dave, I've got to say, we move on to Mr. Smooth Stewart in LA. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this to you now, Dave. I'm fucking hot for this episode because I just don't believe it. I think Christy, and I know we can give predictions, he's going to pick Stuart. You know why I think she's going to pick him, Dave? Because of a career. Because he lives in LA. Where's all the TVs and stuff like that? Like, you know, out? <laughs> LA. Yeah. She's going to fucking pick him. I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know because it hasn't even been broadcast. So I'm completely guessing. However, out of the three, Stuart is the one who seems genuine, but he needs to be himself. It's so fake, all this sales pitch he's giving her. I've got a storyboard of her up, or, 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 or whatever he called it, a fucking board of her. That's fucking not right. That's like, why would you have a picture of the girl you're with? And then a, a dream board, and then you've got all these like flow chart things coming off and targets for your life. That's bollocks. If she, if I walked into a house and a girl had that there, I'd be like, well, I'm turning right round like a <laughs> fucking Simpson. You know, when he comes in with his hat and that like, name, when he, he comes in, I'd be like, right, I'll see you later. Fucking blocking him straight away. He's doing everything you would want, but I just don't believe that it's true. And I'm finding it difficult to believe that he's not being himself. He needs to show himself. There's only so many times someone can go, he's such a great guy, Stu. He's going to have his faults, Dave, and they're not going to go as a couple if he doesn't. However, he was absolutely, and I give Stuart 100% credit for this, Dave, and I'm taking the piss a bit. When he asked her about, have you thought about mixed race babies? And she batted it off straight away, politician. She did not know what the fuck to say. And at that point, I thought, you are fucking fake completely. I just thought it was nonsense. It's a, it's a hard question. I get that. I have mixed race nephews and nieces. So I get that. It's a hard question. However, she was not prepared for that at all. No. And how can you get to this point and not have thought about that? It, exactly. It, it doesn't make sense at all. And And the fact is, it's not just... Again, when you're bringing a baby into the world, it's not just about you anymore. It's about this person that you're bringing into the world. And it is not the perfect fucking world, you know. I, and some of the events of this year have obviously, you know, massively disappointed me to, to realize that actually fucking, are, are we that much further than like when we were growing up? It, it fucking doesn't feel like it sometimes. And, and so it is hard, you know, well, to, you've got to fucking think about that sort of stuff. So I, I think basically the, the others have, have taught themselves out of it. So we get, we get to see, don't we, that, you know, she, she jettisons Marcus from the villa for Annie's house mum. He seems pretty bitter about that. Uh, Kyle, she could in theory pick him but i just think she's so fucking materialistic you know like you say she doesn't see herself in a lifestyle with uh uh living with him in his one bedroom flat in austin so she's stuart's the only one she's she's gonna pick but is she actually gonna go through with it i don't know it, don't know. it doesn't look like it to me no, I, I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you on that. I must admit, though, Dave, again, I'm talking about his dream board. and uh, He takes her to a house, which was truly amazing. Right? You've got to give him credit. However, the first thing Sam said was, well, it's not child safe because he's a fucking swimming pool. 
You're a dad as well, Dave. You've yeah, been yeah, there. There's yeah. no way you'd have had a fucking pond in a garden, let alone anything else with young kids. You know what? Uh, and, and and it's funny. You you do. You don't even notice you're doing it. But especially with that first child, you realise how fucking dangerous just everything is. You know, when you're a little person who's fucking crawling around putting anything in their mouth that they can get their hands on. And then when they start walking, fuck me, your heart's in your mouth all the time, isn't it? All your sharp edges that you got for like your TV stand and everything, everything looks like a fucking danger. So I don't know though. I, I think I, I struggle to buy that this is the real Stuart that we're seeing because like yeah. say, he's going way above and beyond on the sales pitch. That's what this all is. I'm not saying he's not a good guy as well. I, th- I think you have to be, you know, to know what the the sales pitch is. You, there's got to be uh, an amount of goodness in there. But he is going way past it. And just no one is like that. You know, no one is that perfect. Um, but he he's just played a blinder, I think, Chris. It, it does, honestly, it comes across, because it's such a sales pitch, it does come across to me at times as as being fake, because it's just too much. But He's in a game show, you know. Ultimately, he's, obviously the stakes are high, but he's played a fucking blinder. Yeah, you know what? You're right there, Dave. And, and I will say, if you wanted to complete that sale and get the fucking deal over the line, you bring your best friends, and they turn up with you at the house and have dinner and stuff, and then they're all chatting away. And what does uh, he's, the female friends say? I'm 43 and I froze my eggs. Well, there you go, bingo. Yeah. We have a winner. You know, he yeah. did everything. Correct that, and it was nice of him to do that. I think he was trying to say, I th- like you said, I think he's the best of a bad bunch, he's a good guy, but I just want to see him. They're not going to last if she doesn't see his faults and he doesn't see her faults. And we get these fake Vaseline fucking smeared camera shots of him looking like <laughs> a million bucks. That's not real life, Dave. You know, we've we've had a fucking right skimful last night, a fucking bottle of Jack Daniels and that. You wake up in the morning, you've got fucking dog breath, you're like wandering around. <laughs> you're like, oh my God. You know, and it takes you a bit. I haven't got hangover, but you're just like, oh my God. And, and that's that's real life. This isn't real life. And I just don't believe any of it. I just don't believe it. I've. I'm telling you now, if we do a revisit on this show, I'll be amazed within six months if any if she's with either Kyle or um, Stuart because she ultimately voted off Patrick Bateman, Marcus, didn't she? He's gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's never to, and and he he got a bit arsy. He's like, oh, we've had a few kisses and stuff. A bit like what Matt, uh, not Matt, it was uh, one of the other guys was proper snarky over her, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, it was saying she's like a, I think it was Angelo, yeah. wasn't it? Saying yeah, she's yeah. like a four and he's used to you know eights and nines or something like yeah. that. But yeah, he was very bitter. To all. I, I sort of get it, but yeah, you don't need to do that. You know, it does. It's not a positive thing to do in in any scenario. But he was obviously just a bit bit annoyed and agitated by it. The the thing I was thinking, you know, again, Stuart, he handpicked his great friends to come in and you know talk him up and and say all the right things. All I could think was, you know, the amount me and you throw each other other under the bus on our various podcasts we'd be fucked wouldn't we yeah, yeah big time <laughs> but yeah chris I, I you know we've got the final coming up you know next week I, i'm I, I, I honestly hand on heart i'm kind of ready for this series to finish now i i i'm not as invested as some of the other uh, reality shows that we've watched 
and uh, I think because of the polish, because of the fakeness, how it comes across, uh, it's it's not lived up to my expectations, if I'm honest. No, I'm with you, Dave. I'm pretty much out on it. That's why I'm calling everyone out. I, I come into it the first episode, and this is fucking amazing. I was telling everyone about it, and as it's gone on, it's just like a drama. It's just a mockumentary, basically. It's just a fake series. The whole thing's bullshit. So it's like that uh, shit that you like, the um, Housewives yeah. of X. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you the best one is Married to Medicine, Atlanta. That is amazing. Dude. 120 episodes. Me and Sam boxed off in uh, lockdown at the start. I'm missing Word. it now. Amazing show. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> how dare you question my them sort of series, Dave? But, um, no, but with this though, this has got a reward at the end of it where it potentially bringing a child into the world. That's why I just don't buy it. I don't think anybody's going to be that stupid. And I don't think the producers are going to have that on their hands if, if they did that. So I just that's why I just call the whole thing fake. I don't think we'll see another series of this. I'd be amazed. I mean, we'll cover it if it is, but I'd be amazed if you do this again. It, it does. <laughs> it does bring into question your whole morals. I mean, how many Bachelor series have we seen, you know, over the last however many, 20 years or however long it's been running, and then they get engaged at the end? How many of those couples actually survive? It seems morally questionable (laughs) at best to say, right, you know, we're going to have a baby. I know the age group is obviously older, you know, so it's kind of the last chance saloon for, for Christy, but... And and look, there's plenty of single mums out there if it doesn't work out, you know, in the long run. But again, it, it seems, it does seem a bit wrong, Chris. I mean, I, when we found out about it, we, we was like, fucking hell, this is madness, you know. But as we're getting close to the end now, and you see, because she's basically going to bring a little person into the world based on a few dates. And, and uh, yeah. It's not good, is it? Exactly. Really, no, no. <laughs> not exactly. to not to put a downer on it all, but it's just like I've not seen anything that says, "Yeah, these two were clearly made for each other," and you know, good luck to them for the rest of their life. Stuart looks like he's the front runner by far, isn't he? Yeah, and, uh, and I think if I yeah. had to pick, Ethan, he's sorry, Dave, to cut across. No, no, he, he would be my pick. Yeah, and like I say, he's played a perfect game. Uh, in terms of what he's done, it is it is a show. You know, there's lots of different people that you're in competition with. Played a perfect game. Can't really fault him for anything, really, other than it being too perfect. You know, so uh, I I I don't know, but I don't feel like you know they're they're ready. You know, bringing a baby into the world is fucking hard, Chris. You know it. You know, and uh, it tests you in ways that you never thought you'd be tested before. And so, yeah, um, let's see. Let's see if uh, maybe, you know, after, we'll see who wins. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Stuart. But then, um, you know, presumably this was all done like six months ago. Once the finals aired, we'll find out, I guess, you know, where are they now? You know, are they just together? Are they, you know, are they married? Are they, you know, what is it? What is the situation? Yeah, I agree. I'm intrigued for that more than anything, I think, to actually see who wins. Yeah. Just to see who, right? 
So, Dave, if you want to contact us at CD Reality Cast on Instagram and Twitter, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to email in, if there's anything you disagree with on me and Dave or any thoughts you've got on Labour Love or any of our other shows, just send it over to us. We're not bothered if you call us out because we'll talk about it on the show. That's what it's all about. Opinions make the world go round. It's Dave. Great episode. And we're on for the final next week, my friends. So I'll see you next time. Bye now.